Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 250, 250. <gasps> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm 50 episodes away from 300. And I thought it would be really cool to do another sprint when I'm sprinting towards 300 episodes. So I've got to sit down and work out the math on this one. If I do two episodes a week, uh, when I'm getting close to 250, if I do a sprint for a month or so where, you know, I could try and beat my record. I think I did 13 episodes in 16 days or something crazy like that. Uh, You know, I love a good sprint or two within the year. I feel like I've been in a sprint for the past few weeks Uh, and I still haven't caught my breath. I still haven't had a recovery period, although I did have to take Wednesday off, which was or is my podcast day and I'm recording this on a Saturday. Uh, I had had a massive couple of weeks and then on the Tuesday I was on my computer on calls from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and I just couldn't do it on Wednesday. I couldn't bring the energy or the creativity. I couldn't look at the damn screen. So I decided to retire for the day and it snowed a lot on Tuesday evening and Wednesday. So I just walked in the snow. (laughs) That's literally what I did all day. I walked Hank in the morning and then I had to walk to physio, which uh, (laughs) is about 10 or 12 blocks up and North Vancouver is super hilly. So I had to trek from my house up to the physio and man, walking in the snow after you've done legs with the wind and it's like minus, you know, five or something, it's hard work. And then later that evening, I took Hank back out again and we just strolled the streets. There's something really magical and calming and peaceful when it snows when you're surrounded by the white it kind of dampens the noise uh it's very quiet on the streets because there aren't a lot of people out there (laughs) trekking in the snow and so I really love it so that's what I did all day Wednesday and then the last few days have been massive programming days we are just about to start Warrior Queen Forge and Form Challenge on Monday, the 22nd of Jan. So this week we uh, did a group call, which was me introducing them to the challenge and enrolling them to create their own unique challenge experience for this Warrior Queen Challenge. And I want to throw something out there uh, to you listening I want you to think about, could you enroll yourself in a challenge for the next 10 weeks? Could you go on a sprint and really define a focus for the next 90 days or so to help you progress towards your goals and your vision for 2024? 
So this challenge is Warrior Queen Forge and Form and is all about forging new strength and power at the bar and forming the body that you want. So the focus is on improving the the warrior's absolute or maximal strength and their dynamic strength, so their power in those big barbell lifts. So their squat, their hinging, their strict pressing, uh, their pulling. So think heavy contrasted with fast and powerful to forge new strength at the bar. And then uh, the second part of the challenge is focused on forming the body that you want through training, strength training, but with a particular focus on either muscle building or fat loss strategies. And so this will be uh, the individualized part of the challenge. Now, when I create these challenges, they're always optional for the warriors. So all of the warriors are on their own individualized training programs. But one of the reasons that I create these challenges a couple of times uh, through the year is for lateral connection. So the warriors to actually be in something together, to, to be in a challenge, to take on this task together. And these challenges actually stir up a lot of conversation, a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of lateral connection. So a lot of sharing of wins. Uh, a lot of women show up to the group calls that are uh, about the challenge. When I enroll them in the challenge, we have an intro call. We have a challenge halfway call. And what that does is it just gives them an opportunity to connect with the other warriors, talk about the challenge, their experience uh, on our call this week, they got to go into breakout groups and then help each other create their own unique experience uh, or their own unique challenge uh, for Warrior Queen Forge and Form. It also brings in these ideas or concepts of novelty, playfulness, desire, uh, this sense of enjoyment and fun. And this is something that a lot of us can really struggle with in our training, especially when we're really trying to build that foundation. We have to do the same shit over and over and over again (laughs) in that first year, year and a half. And that can be really hard for a lot of women, especially if they're training from home and they're training by themselves. So a really big part of my work and the work that I do with the warriors is always finding this balance between structure, building the foundation, doing the same shit, because that's how we're going to create stability, safety. That's how we're going to get stronger. That's how we're going to own the movements and earn the right to uh, add weight to the bar or earn the right to make the training harder or earn the right to bring in high intensity interval training again with this craving that we have as humans. And this is a human need. You know, this is coming from our brain where we want novelty, passion, playfulness, desire, uh, fun. We want to enjoy it. We want, you know, we want it to be different. And this is why so many women are seduced by the short way. They're seduced by 
just changing up the routine. Like I just need, you know, I just need to change up what I'm doing. And this need for change often comes from a few different places. One, it can be an energy problem. And when I'm talking about energy, I'm not just talking about, okay, I feel like I have lots of energy or I don't have lots of energy. Uh, I'm talking about energy as a whole. And so our physical energy, so the fuel in our tank, but also our mental and emotional energy. And if those are tapped out, if those are empty and we're carrying a lot of mental load, what often happens with the mind is that it really wants to go to do something that feels easier, lighter, funner than maybe the, you know, the, the work that we have to do in our normal training that requires a lot of attention and focus and we need to slow down and, you know, we need to concentrate and it can be, you know, maybe we're learning a new movement or we're uh, trying, to, trying to get better at, you know, executing a compound lift. Training requires uh, a high mental load. Training properly and learning how to lift properly requires high mental load. It requires a lot of energy where it's way easier for us to just turn on, you know, an app or go to a class and have someone tell us what to do and not think about it. But that's not teaching you anything. And a lot of you have done that before. And yes, it feels a, it satisfies you in the short term. And it could be an okay short-term solution if you're carrying a lot of mental and emotional load uh, to inject some fun and novelty into your training. But it's only a short-term solution. Uh, It's not a long-term solution. A long-term solution is how can I create a strong foundation and inject or bring in these elements of playfulness, passion, desire, enjoyment, and fun into my training while training properly? That's a big question, isn't it? And that's why I feel like that's my life's mission. (laughs) That's like what I spend a lot of my time doing is leading my women, leading these warriors in being able to find that balance so they can have a successful and sustainable training practice so they can create a training system for life. And when we're looking at creating a training system for life, we need both. We need structure. We need the program. We need the processes, the methods. We've got to learn how to lift properly. We've got to you know, know how to approach our training properly. We've got to do the same shit over and over again. I'm still squatting 15 years later. I'm still doing chin-ups and pull-ups and strict press and all of these things in my training I've been doing for 15 years. But what I was taught to do by my coach and what I do inside of Warrior School is inject this other side or fill this need that we have for it to be fun and playful and novel. So often when a woman tells me that 
she just needs to switch it up and I just want to change things up or I really want it to feel you know more effortless or easier or novel or exciting I often know that there's a couple of things going on there's a few key things One, often it's an energy problem. Now, I don't just mean physical energy, like I feel like I've got good energy and I feel tired. I mean energy as a whole. So yes, we've got our physical energy, you know, from the food that we eat, how, you know, the strength of our biofeedback, how well our body's functioning. Like we've got the the full tank of gas or petrol. (laughs) And then we've got our mental and emotional energy. So what I often see is that a woman can have physical energy. So she can be eating enough, uh, have strong biofeedback, but she's got really low mental and emotional energy. So energy as a whole isn't there. And often when we have low mental and emotional energy or we have a lot of stress going on in our life, that that takes it's there's a lot of mental load there and it's the mental load piece that we struggle with when it comes to the training because if we're training alone by ourselves if we're training at home we gotta we gotta bring the energy (laughs) like no one is there to bring the energy no one's gonna do it for us and so that's a you know that's a big role to carry as women who train alone and at home and it's not an easy thing to do so if we are kind of tapped out or low on our mental and emotional energy and we know that we've got to bring the energy and the motivation to show up to our practice at home to follow our program and our program you know there's a maybe a lot to it we're learning how to lift properly we've got to concentrate there is this awareness piece we've got to pay attention that is really hard to do when we don't have the mental or emotional capacity when there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes in the background so that's the first thing when often when a woman is craving this change of routine, uh, switch it up and want to be fun. She's often avoiding what's going on with her energy, whether that's her fueling. So having enough physical energy and eating enough food or whether that's her mental and emotional energy. Uh, And for a lot of women that train from home, maybe you work from home as well. Maybe you have the kids at home or you homeschool. That, this leads us into the second thing. What often happens at about a year, year and a half into a woman's training journey, especially if she's training from home, the home environment no longer works for her because she lives at home. She might work from home she the kids are there there's interruptions there's distractions so the environment no longer supports how she wants to feel in her training and what can really help is by changing your environment so actually getting yourself out to a gym again and this is why a lot of women are really drawn back into classes I just want to stop my strength training for a little while and I just want to go and do classes. They're craving lateral connection. So they're craving 
that connection with other humans, the community, uh, they really want that community and those other people to help them bring the energy because they can't do it at home alone. Then also they're craving a new environment. So they want to go somewhere to get out of the house, to change their environment. And your environment, I've spoken about this so many times on the podcast, your environment is so powerful. It has a massive impact on the relationship that you will have with training, the experience that you have with training or with your program. That's why I always invite a lot of my warriors to make sure they put a lot of time and energy into setting up their training space, making sure it's tidy, that it's, it's got good light, there's plants around, everything's organized, easily accessible. Uh, because if we don't have a, an environment that is welcoming, uh, it makes it really hard to want to wanna train. So the second one is if you're having trouble staying the course and wanting to do your training, think about your environment. What's the environment like? Is it supporting you? Uh, Is it giving you what you need? And then the third one often is that maybe a lot of them or a lot of you don't have someone leading you in your training. So you're not sure how to mix it up in a way that is still helping you build your foundation in a way that's going to help you progress towards where you want to go. And so you just want to completely change it. Uh, And so what I often do with the warriors is we look at, okay, how can we keep the underlying principles here? How can we keep working on what we're working on, those key movements, but inject an element of fun and playfulness. Uh, And this is why I do the challenges. (laughs) This is why we run something like Warrior Queen twice a year. The uh, outcome, how I define success for these isn't about the Warriors PRing or them accumulating the most amount of points at the level that they played at. I define success for these in two different ways. One, was there more lateral connection? Was there more connection between the warriors? You know, did more of them show up on the group calls? Did more of them create conversations either online or offline together about the challenge? Did they post about their training and inspire someone, you know, within their friend or family circle? Was there lateral connection? The second way I define success is, did I help them fall a little more in love with training? One of my biggest missions is to help women have a great love affair with training. And so these challenges are designed to inject these things that we can often struggle with, novelty, playfulness, desire, Uh, ease, joy, fun, in the hopes that that helps them rekindle their desire for training or their love. Uh, It helps them maintain their training practice. It helps them fall a little bit more in love with training. And that, I think, is that's magic. 
And that's such a cool thing that I get to do. And so Warrior Queen, Forge and Form, let's talk about her. So she's 10 weeks long and they are just going through a preparation week this week. So it was a bit of a deload week, a week where they were prepping for the next 10 weeks. So the way I designed it was they had a basics package called the essentials. And so every warrior that wanted to do the challenge would do the basics package. And then I had optional add-ons or additions that they could choose to create their own unique challenge based on their goals and based on where they were at currently with their health and their training and their foundation. So the outcome was focused on, you know, building that strength at the bar. So PRing their lifts, their key compound lifts at the end of the 10 weeks, and then creating some body composition change, whether that's an increase in lean muscle mass or a loss of fat mass. So the basics package has all of the warriors training three days a week. So strength training three days a week, focusing on improving their absolute or maximal strength and then their dynamic strength. So their power in those big barbell lifts. Then the second part was looking at forming the body that you want. So each warrior had to decide if she wanted to focus on more hypertrophy and muscle building or cardiovascular and fat loss. Now, of course, they overlap and there's always a body recomposition happening, but I wanted the warriors to define a focus that they wanted to go into the challenge with. Then they had to pick a phase out of my phase-based nutrition strategy that we use inside of Warrior School. So we have a four-phased nutrition strategy. So phase one, uh, which I think I've spoken about before on the podcast, was about metabolic foods and following the principles, whereas phase four was about advanced nutritional strategies to uh, improve performance or change body composition. So they had to decide based on where they were at, their relationship with food, what they're currently working on with their nutrition, what phase that they were going to pick to do over the 10 weeks. Then the basics package also had daily walking uh, and then an additional add-on if they wanted to. So they could choose one to two additions to add on to their basics package to create their own challenge. And that is totally optional. So I created five different additions. The first one was a fourth session. So for a warrior who might be training three times a week, who was interested in seeing how she could tolerate the load of a fourth session in her schedule, in her life, if that would work for her. So there was an option to add a fourth session. Then there was an option to add a mini arm session. So for those warriors who potentially are really trying to work on their upper body strength or their push-ups or their pull-ups or who wanted to get more defined arms, they had an option to choose a mini arm session. The warriors that want to get their first strict pull-up this year, they had an option to choose a mini pull-up session. And then there are some warriors that want to get better at running. So There was two options when it came to cardiovascular capacity. One was uh, running and focusing more on tempo runs for those warriors that might have running goals that are like 5K or 10K. 
And then there was sprint interval training, which a lot of the warriors are already doing some type of hit or sit session. And so those were the five additions. So what they had to do in the call that we had this week was they had to sit down and create their own challenge. So they had the basics package, then they had to go through the additions. They had to pick their add-on. They could pick one to do additional upgrades or add-ons to their basics package. And then they had to look at their nutrition strategy and they had to decide on what nutrition strategy that they were going to do over the 10 weeks. Then the third part was them looking at the next 90 days. So looking at their schedule, their calendar and seeing what was coming up over the next 90 days. So we could create a plan and a strategy that, you know, if we had to modify or adapt the challenge, if there was maybe travel for work or a holiday We needed to get clear and pre-plan those things uh, in this session. So this was also a strategy session. So it's about to kick off. I have been in the depths of programming for the last couple of days and I'm about to head to the gym to actually film uh, a whole bunch of movements that I don't have in my library that I want to bring into this challenge. So there's going to be... It's quite a different rhythm for a lot of the warriors. It's going to be hard and intense. There's going to be a lot of new movements in there with, of course, the old school girls, uh, the squat, hinging or deadlifting uh, variations, pressing, so strict pressing variations, pulling variations. Uh, It's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to go and film a bunch of movements and then finish the programming Uh, And we start on Monday. So I want you, for those listening who aren't, who aren't the warriors, uh, I want you to think about, could you create your own challenge for the next 10 weeks? Could you think about what's your baseline or what's your basics package? And then would you add on something that, you know, with the add-ons, I was telling the warriors that I wanted them I wanted them to stretch themselves a little bit. And this is what the challenges are about as well, is stretching them, stretching their capacity, pushing them just outside of their comfort zone or just outside of where we're up to in our one-on-one work together in building their foundation. You know, it's for a short period of time. I really invite them to all try it on. So I invite you to try something on for the next 10 weeks. Try adding an addition or two to your baseline and see how it feels. See how you tolerate it. See what you uh, learn about yourself, about your capacity, about you know trying to create this lifelong training system. We do need these periods of time where we stretch ourselves and you know we push a bit harder we get a little bit uncomfortable we add additions these periods of time really help us well they inject this idea of fun and playfulness and novelty and desire but they also propel us forward a little bit more uh, effectively and efficiently than if we don't have these periods and this is what I see and you would have heard if you listen to a lot of the podcast episodes with the warriors talking about their experience in the challenge or previous challenges that it just it 
shortens the long way home or it injects this efficiency that we we might not get when we're just doing our normal routine, our normal training or our normal programming. So that's what I'm going to invite you. I'm going to enroll you to make up your own challenge. And let me know. You know that I read every email and every message. And so I always love to know what you're up to with your training and what you might create for yourself over the next 10 weeks, your own little mini challenge. There's also something else that I have been thinking a lot about. I've been having a lot of conversations about with all of my warriors. We have this theme this year, this overarching theme, and that is how can we bring more ease and effortlessness uh, and enjoyment to what we're doing? And even energy, how can we bring more energy to training? How can we bring more ease and effortlessness to our training, more enjoyment? And this is something that I really want you to think about this week or this month or over the next 90 days. When you're thinking about your health and your training, your relationships with training and health and your body, how can you bring more ease and effortlessness to it? You know that I believe, you know, these concepts of training, nutrition and body composition are very simple. They're so simple that they're beautiful, they're elegant, uh, but they're not easy. And they're not, they're often not easy because we don't have the energy. We don't have a clear plan or strategy and we don't have someone to lead us. When we have those three things, those things become way easier and we can see the simplicity when it's, uh, when it's shown to us, when we're being led through it. So thinking about this year or over the next few months, how could I bring even one of those elements into my life? If I know more energy, so eating more food and being nourished is going to make training and this health stuff and this body composition stuff a little bit easier uh, and a little bit more effortlessness and maybe even a little bit more enjoyable because when food and sleep uh, when energy is a scarce commodity, it makes this stuff feel really hard. So maybe it's just focusing on fueling yourself for the next 90 days. And that might bring more ease and effortlessness, not just to your training, but probably to your damn life. <laughs> then the second one could be, do I need a plan or a strategy? Do you actually have a training plan? Are you following a proper program? Can you get your little hands on a proper program? Uh and then the last one is this year, could this year be the year that you get someone to lead you in your training and in your health? I know that you are an intelligent woman. I know that there is an abundance of information out there that you consume loads of information, but it's the information isn't the problem. The problem is, is that we don't know how to put it together. We don't know how to approach it in a way that creates a balanced exercise routine, in a way that creates a sustainable training system. We don't know what to leave and what to take when it comes to the information. And sometimes it's us just realizing or even surrendering to the fact that we don't have to figure it all out. 
There's nothing wrong with us if we don't have the answers or if we can't put this all together. We should have been taught this shit in school, you know, which is one of the reasons why I created Warrior School. You come and learn all of the stuff that you should have been taught in school. And this is a skill. This is a skill that takes years to learn. And so if you can find someone to work with or help lead you to teach you that skill, someone who's done it for a long time, it can make it feel way more effective and way more efficient, way more clear. So that's what I'd invite you to do this year uh, is to think about those three elements and how by having even one of them, uh, if not two or all three, that all of this stuff, this training, health, nutrition, body composition stuff, we can, you can bring way more ease and effortlessness to it, way more enjoyment uh, if, if you have some of those elements. Okay, warrior, <laughs> that's it for today. I really just did improv on that. Normally I write some notes down and have a little bit of a structure, but I kind of just did an improv, uh, improv podcast which I want to try and do more of. I've actually got some really cool ideas for the podcast this year. Had an amazing call with John, my business coach last year. It was overwhelming uh, and I'm still processing it. (laughs) My note, I've got my notebook here with all the notes and there are about five key things that I am working on this year that I will do a podcast episode on, I promise, because I know that there are some of you out there that really like to hear the behind the scenes stuff, the business stuff, the vision stuff, how I kind of pick my projects, plan and strategize. And so I will do a podcast episode on it. I've just got to actually marinate and work through all of the notes and all of the projects uh, that I'm working on this year. But yeah, there's a, it's going to be a big year. There's a lot on. I'm really excited. Uh, and if you want to have a big year when it comes to your training and your health, I highly recommend that you come and check out Warrior School. Applications are open. I'm almost at my capacity though. I have room for three to five more warriors and that will be it. That I will be closing my one-on-one coaching work uh, because I am just one human and I can only lead, powerfully lead a certain amount of warriors. And that's why, that's how I always wanted it to run. I wanted it to be this premium one-on-one coaching program that was very intimate. uh, And, you know, we work very closely. I work with all of my warriors so closely for that year, if not even more. So I do have space for about three or four more warriors uh, for this year, the start of this year, to come into warrior school for a minimum one year. Uh, I guess, coaching, mentorship. (laughs) Uh, So if you're interested, jump in the show notes and the link to my new website should be there, which is really cool. If even if you're not interested in applying for Warrior School, which is totally cool, you could jump on the website and there are some resources on there. So I have my top podcast episodes on there. I have the mini Conquer Your First Strict pull-up course that you can purchase. That's also on the website. And as I've said, I am in the process of planning Warrior Foundations course, which I cannot wait to share that with you. I have just started to plan it and it's going to be epic. 
It's not going to be a course that just sits there that you can buy. I'm going to run it as a cohort based course, which means a group. It's going to run as a group uh, for six weeks. I'm going to lead it. So it's live, it's interactive. The focus is a lot on lateral connection and working on projects and working on key things in your training. And I'm going to run it uh, as a cohort, which means that we all do it together, which is way more powerful than just uh, taking a course by yourself and sitting behind a computer. That's so out. (laughs) 2024, I believe that there's going to be a few uh, comebacks. One is relationship and interaction, lateral connection. This idea of like being in a room more with other people or other women. And that's why I started to run my live events last year, because it's going to make a comeback. We just we want to be in a room. We want to be connected with other people and other women. And yes, a Zoom room can be cool, uh, but there's just there's another element when you can do it live. So that's I think that's the first comeback which is why I want to run Warrior Foundations Light. I kind of say it awkwardly because I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to call it yet, but I feel like it needs a way cooler name than that. But I'm going to run it as a cohort, which means we get to be in a room together. You get to learn from me live. We get to, you get to uh, connect with other women, uh, which is going to be really cool and powerful. The second thing that I think is going to make a comeback is running. (laughs) (laughs) which for those of you who've been running forever in this whole time, you probably think that's a very strange thing to say, but being in the world of like the metabolic world where we were told that training is stressful, we can't train hard or we shouldn't train hard, you know, running is stressful, don't do it. And also the pregnancy world where, you know, you shouldn't run when you're pregnant or even after pregnancy, you'll probably never be able to run again because you're a pelvic floor, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I feel like it's going to make a comeback because we have way more knowledge and information. There's some cool research now showing that there's just a strategic way to do it. And what's been missing, I think, from the health and fitness space for a long time is strategy. My dear friends, Josh and Jeannie, have this saying of food and food with strategy are two very different things. And it's the same with training. Training and training with strategy are two very different things. So it's the same with everything within training. Nothing is good or bad. It's just it needs a strategy. And what place does it have within the overall training approach, the overall training routine. So I'm doing a lot more running this year. I really want to push uh, push myself in that. A lot of my warriors are. I feel like it's going to make a comeback and we're going to come back even stronger because a lot of the warriors that are reintroducing running back into their training routine or practice are way stronger. And this is the thing. It's like a lot of women feel like they want to do hit stuff or, you know, run more or go faster. But a lot of a lot of women don't have the strength and the power for those things. And so if we can spend a year or a year and a half getting stronger, lifting heavier weights, 
that will make you a way stronger runner, way more efficient. It will make it way more enjoyable. Anyway, I could keep going on, but (laughs) the main theme here is ease, enjoyment and effortlessness for our training in 2024. Okay, Warrior, it was an absolute pleasure to spend this time with you. Thank you for whacking me in your ears. Thank you for being here for 250 episodes. It's really cool. I'm really grateful. I'm grateful that you listen. Uh, I'm grateful that you're here. Thank you. You are the heart of my work and you are why I do what I do. Okay. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.